0: Good morning for Northeast by Midwest. You've reached Jonathan Jones. Welcome today, TGIF. Happy Friday. Oh, my friends, and the end of another month. <laughs> We're almost ending April of 2023. Can you believe it? Yeah, I sure can't. Seems to fly by faster and faster. So, want to talk today a little bit about something cultural that I think we probably all need to think through and probably many of us have and some of you I'm sure are way better at it than I am but I'm gonna call it living a real life in a YouTube world living a real life in a YouTube world and here's kind of the premise I'd like to go with today and I'd like us to think about and that is with the invention of the Internet some 25, 30 years ago, and now as the Internet has literally taken over the world, so to speak, especially here in America. You know, this is not an attack against YouTube per se or anything of that nature. It's just more the idea to think through some of these things, but living as real people in a YouTube world. You know, one of the things that, as Facebook and YouTube Um, and Instagram, and the list goes on. We have our phones now. You know, you can be just about anything you want to be or portray yourself as anything you want to portray, whether it's truth or not, and put it out there on the Internet, and most everybody will believe you. And so one of the things that concerns me for myself and for my children And for future generations is we have all of these terms out here now, like fake news and the list goes on. And the reality is, especially when it comes to the Internet, in a lot of ways, it's hard to know what the truth actually is, because you can be just about anything you want to portray yourself in just about any way you want. And for the most part, you can make it look like that's who you are. And that may or may not be the case. And so one of the things that I've talked quite a bit to our church about and I'm going to continue to do and reminding myself about is specifically living a real life in this sort of fake world. And so I'm not ripping on any one of you uh, that might have a YouTube account and a lot of followers or channels. Hey, I watch YouTube probably as much as the next guy. But one of the things over the years that has started to occur to me is to be very discerning when I watch things and remembering who some of these people are, doing research on them and making sure that they are actually who they say they are. And if I don't know them, which in most cases I probably don't, being very careful and cautious about how much I consume because I really don't know these people. And so, for instance, one of the things for those of us who claim to be Christians, and I think the the local church is a good example of this, because here in my local church, we're a small church, you know, around 200, you know, maybe 230 to 250 people. But on a Sunday, we'll have 150, 160 people show up. It's really hard for me to fake a lot of stuff. Um, Or for anyone in the church. Now, it's possible, sure. uh, Any one of us could deceive someone else. But physically, by and large, in a 52-week year, um, one of our pastors is here just about every week. We have three pastors. Uh, I I suppose, I I can't think of a time where one of us hasn't been here. Um, The other couple might be on vacation. And so the reality is, for example, it's hard for us to fool the people. And that's a good thing, (laughs) you know, we have to look at each other, we have to see each other, we have a relationship. And so, you know, I I think whether it's as a Christian, and and obviously that's extremely important to me, or just in general of trusting the the things that people say and who they are, you can be just about anything you want. You know, just for the giggles of it, let's say today I decide that I want to, you know, be... I don't know, some amazing carpenter. And if you know me, I'm obviously not gifted in that area. (laughs) But I could go buy something that someone else built, make a really cool video about it, probably do enough research to tell everyone about it. Get on the internet, make this incredible video. And I may or may not have a lot of views, but let's just say I hit the right time, and the right people, and all of a sudden, boom, Jonathan Jones is out here, and he's an incredible builder, and I want him to build me one. I mean, it's plausible, it's possible, and if I'm good enough at it, I can actually make people think that I know what I'm talking about. And so I I just think we need a lot of discernment, and especially for the younger generations as they're coming up. You know, I see people all the time on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, YouTube, and they'll talk about how they're, you know, the greatest chef or the greatest this or the greatest that or the greatest other thing. And, you know, again, they might be. But the reality is, we need to live in real relationships in a YouTube world. And I think that as the internet continues to grow and dominates our culture, especially here in America, we need to be very, very careful about. Cultivating our relationships in real time relationships, you know, we, we we sort of saw the craze back in the '90s and the 2000s of people that would meet online and and would get you know married and and hey that's great I I know people that have done that I think that's fantastic that's how God led you to someone the reality though is you can't live a real relationship over a phone it just doesn't work that way you know. Yeah, we can have phone calls and things of that nature, but to have a genuine, real relationship, it just doesn't work. It doesn't work that way. And so, you know, today, I just want to encourage you to think through as you get out, as you surf the internet, whether it's on your own time, maybe you're working, and as you watch videos, as you think through things, as you recognize, um, you know, different things that you learn. You're probably like me. I needed to change a filter in my car the other day so or maybe I'm like you and I got on YouTube and watched a minute and a half video that was extremely helpful. There are so many good things out there and and, and so I'm not ripping all that you know there's been a lot of of blessings from that but I think one of the things we have to be careful of is that the internet does not replace genuine conversation real time you know where we have meals together with our families where we look each other in the eye, where we have actual conversations, um, you know, and, and these things can be messy, they can be challenging. And I think a lot of times that's what the internet does, is the internet sort of covers up, you know, that, that real relationship, and if you will, gives us, um, you know, sort of like Hollywood sells us sex, that it's a 30 second thing and it's, it's just an exchange of body fluid. Well that's not true, you know. God designed sex for for a much um, you know for a much greater role for, for a role in reproduction and a role of 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 joy between a husband and a wife in a covenant relationship, you know, for life. And and so, you know, the reality is in the same way that, that we've been sold that live bill of goods, I think that the YouTube idea and the Facebook idea and the Instagram idea and Twitter and the list goes on, Reddit, whatever it is. It sort of sells us a little bit of a lie that, you know, it really probably a lot of a lie. You know, that relationships, you know, you might, you might get a little bit of the negative, but we usually, they tend to trend more positive. And, and it's just a piece of cake. And the reality is real relationships with real people in real families in real churches in real workplaces in neighborhoods and, and the list goes on, they're a lot of work. And that's the reality of life. And they're a joy and they're a blessing. But they're also personal, interpersonal, and you have to be face-to-face. You know, I can't live in a relationship with my wife where I show up once every three weeks. It just doesn't work that way, <laughs> right? Or with my kids, and you can't do the same. And so I think that, you know, this is just a, a call for myself and for the rest of us to be discerning as we are on the internet, as we're looking at videos, as, as we're addressing things, that, that we make sure... Um, you know, that, that we're not buying the lie that every single person, what they say is actually true. It might be, might not be. And so I'll just say as a, a final kind of warning and encouragement for those of you on here who are Christians, uh, who listen to this, please be a part of a local church. And there are one, many wonderful preachers out there. I'll list a couple right now, H. B. Charles Jr., Alistair Bag, John MacArthur, John Piper, um, you know, I could go down a list of many, many more, Matt Chandler, you know and 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 most of the people I just mentioned, I have actually seen in person, I've read their books, they're real people. but there's a lot of other people out there that aren't, and if you talk to any one of those those guys that I just mentioned. And if you said that I watch you every Sunday and I think you're amazing, but you're not part of a local church, I can guarantee you they would say, stop watching me and get to be a part of a local church where you can live and breathe and serve and worship. And so, you know, in the same way, in the Christian community, we, we can sometimes, you know, I'll hear people say, well, I listen to this amazing message and I watch it every week and this and that, and that's great. But you weren't made to listen to a message and I wasn't and not be a part of a local body. A local body where sometimes people are going to hurt your feelings and you're going to hurt their feelings and where you're going to see that the pastor's not perfect and that the people aren't perfect and the church isn't perfect and that the worship service is not this wonderful calculated thing where every single thing goes exactly perfectly. It doesn't work that way. In 99.99% of the churches, that's not real church, that's not real life. And so, you know, but we can get on YouTube And we can watch a a perfectly choreographed service or something like that. And, And we can actually think that, well, that's, you know, that's sort of the epitome. Why can't my church be that way? Why? Friends, that's not reality. Real people still make mistakes. And the church is God's vehicle to show the world that we're imperfect people serving a perfect God. And so I think the church becomes a good example for us of not buying the lie of the culture that hey, we need to, you know, watch, you know, YouTube and, and we need to watch Twitter, and this is this is perfection here. No. God gave us a standard for perfection, and that's his holy word. And ultimately, we need to live in interpersonal relationships with each other. And the wisest man outside of God himself that ever lived, Solomon, said this: He said, As iron sharpens iron, so one man or one person sharpens the countenance of their friend. So please, for myself and for each of you. Let's not push away real relationships for the fakeness that the internet can offer. Oh, it doesn't mean that we shouldn't use it. Sure, I'm probably watching YouTube later today. (laughs) You know, that's not what I'm suggesting, that we need to overcorrect. But what we do need is we need discernment. And I pray that God gives that to you and me and that we live in real relationships with real people way more than in a fake world that's out there where we can present ourselves as we want to be but not as we really are. May we live in spirit and in truth, as Jesus tells us, and live in real relationship with each other. For Northeast by Midwest, I am Jonathan Jones. Hey, get off the internet and get face-to-face with someone else. Live in a relationship. God bless you and have a great day.